you for listening to another episode of Up the Blunks. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and rate our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, all of them. And tell your peoples. Have you talked to your peoples? Has it been a while? Give them a call. See what they're getting into. Suggest they listen to Up the Blunks. So then y'all have more to talk about in the times that we're living in, a.k.a. Dorona. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. You can't really judge a book by its cover. Unless that book is on dust. If that book is on dust, judge it. (laughs) (laughs) That book smoking a hot pipe. It's okay. You can judge that book. You can judge that book. Unless that book is Neil deGrasse Tyson smoking a pipe. He's still smarter than me. And maybe he's just smoking crack for scientific. That's how he learned so much. It's on the pipe. Long sleepless nights just studying the sky. <laughs> Hit me out, my good brother. That's my Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson is actually just a nigga on the metro. Hit me out, my good brother. <laughs> you, me, everyone on here made up of what? Stardust. Stardust. <laughs> I'm kill. I'm Kevin. And this is up the blunts. You ever just throw up raw eggs? Okay, so on the topic of predatory culture, all the systems that this country was based on have all been predatory. Capitalist system, all predatory. But we're here to talk about predatory culture within the music scene. It's existed forever. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you do a little fun, a fun little game. Okay. A little trivia. I'm gonna give you person in rock and roll very famous person in rock and roll and uh i'm gonna have you guess how young this person was that they were with okay okay all right so elvis when he was 25 how old was the young woman he dated we're surely like 14 something yep that's it motherfucking sketch balls right at 14, I didn't know how to talk to 14-year-old girls. So at 25, we damn sure had nothing to talk about. Yep, and this is Elvis. This is Elvis Presley. He's already the king. He was already Elvis Presley. Already the biggest fucking star in rock and roll. Already done stole the music from blacks. Was just out here talking to 14-year-old girls. Okay. Uh, John Mayer. Don't break my heart. He was 32. Dated Taylor Swift when she was 19. Only because of her exposure to the world at that point? Okay. I get it. Still weird. That's that's hella weird. That's hella weird. Didn't she write an album about him? I think she did. Yeah, she wrote a, or at least a song. But uh, Did she yeah. write mean about him? Nah, there's a song I guess called Dear John. Oh, shit. Uh, she went right for his neck. She had a lyric saying... Don't you think 19's too young to be played by your dark, twisted games? When I loved you so, she didn't know what she was no doing. No 19-year-old knows anything. Yeah, exactly. And John Mayer and knew that. Dick. He nah, knew it. He knew it. Oh, shit. All right. I got a local boy in here for you. <sighs> Is it one of the Madden brothers? Yep. 
Ah, God damn it. Go ahead. All right. Joel Madden back in 2004 when he was 26. Okay. Was dating Hillary Duff, who was 16. All right, bro. Pump the brakes. You're in your mid-20s. You're talking to someone who's in high school. Why? I'm annoyed by youth at this yeah, point. Uh, anyway, I can't talk to anyone who's like 19. All just this, like in general. All this fucking optimism. And Not f- even optimism. Just here. like the Ignorant. attitude oh. towards life and everything oh. going. I don't know what's worse. The ones who are enjoying life and believe there's hope or the ones who try to act as jaded as I am. Fuck both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a grown way to look at the world. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, oh, you agree with me? Idiot. Stupid. <laughs> fucking dumbass. I'm full of hate. Oh, you choices. Idiot. Idiot. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I didn't realize Justin Timberlake, uh, I think he was in his mid 20s mm-hmm. and he was dating Fergie when she was 16. What though? Yeah, I didn't know that. But now I do. I heard a quote from Fergie. Where Fergie said Crystal Meth was the hardest boyfriend she ever had to quit. I believe it. It's not an easy one to quit. But 16? Yeah. Dating like famous Justin Timberlake? Oh, Crystal Meth some shit. What I have to ask is, where the fuck your motherfucking parents at? Because my parents, I got away with a ton of shit at 15, 16. But none of it involved dating adults. Yeah, I I really don't know what that lifestyle is like for people. I mean, I assume it's a lot of kids who don't have a lot of adult supervision finding them ways into like uh, eyes with some eyes wide shut party. Yeah, I mean, you think I think about like uh, the old the the seventies and uh, the rock and roll lifestyle. Was yeah. it the the height of the drug, sex, rock and roll thing? Or cause like David Bowie, what he fucked like a thirteen year old when he was an adult. Nicky Pop did some shit with a thirteen year old. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Maybe I didn't realize Nicky Pop was like a Gigi back then. Like he was shitting on oh, stage. Oh, he was one of them fuckers. Yeah, he was wild. And he's still around. I always knew the Stooges. I never got into the Stooges. The Stooges aren't the Stooges considered like proto punk? Like I don't know what the label is, but yeah, they're old. There's like an old rock band. Fucking weirdos. Yeah. But that's just, and that is exactly uh, why. Can we also acknowledge a running theme? Yeah. What is the theme? You know what the fuck the theme is. (laughs) All white guys? All white guys. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was Chuck Berry who uh, did some shit back in the 50s. What was he doing? Thank he. No, what kind of music was he playing? Rock and roll. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all that goddamn rock and roll. The we devil's don't blame music. It on the rock and roll. Because we can't speak on a Chuck Berry. I can't just put it all on white boys because Mr. Robert Kelly. Oh, yeah. He comes up in all these lists. As he, he is should. like the number he got one. Aaliyah's parents to give him permission to fuck. No, he had a whole thing of women being locked in like basements and stuff. I intentionally did not and could not watch that shit. I didn't watch it either. I didn't need to know. Like, yeah, he's guilty. I don't need to yeah, know the details and all of it. it. Like, I I'm believe. joke about a lot of shit, but like, there's some stuff I don't that I can't make an excuse for. Adults having sex with children. I think I've gone over this before. Adults having sex with children and men who rape women. I just no pass. No pass. No pass no at all. 
Nope. No go. Yeah, that's a wrap on that. A dude having blue balls and being like, oh, come on. All right, you're still a scumbag. I understand. you still wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. And that's... You're wrong. And that's like what accountability is. Like, you, if you fuck up, you, you fucked up. You got to own up to your fuck ups. Yeah, own up. You can't just like walk around like you didn't do some shit that Something. you did. And you If do- everyone knows you did it and you're walking around like... Just gonna not acknowledge that I did that and just act like nothing happened and keep it moving. And then that's when a bunch of people feel like people lose hope in like their scene that way. Cause you could be in a scene, so and so that everyone likes did something and they just, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's just them. Oh, they were just drunk, just being X, Y, and Z. And then one person is still like, no, fuck that. They did this thing. And then that person gets shunned out. For speaking out against, against this person, this person who is the nice guy everyone likes, which because is they're in so and so band or they book so and so, like yeah, or it's like oh, I never saw them act that way, and that's the thing with like that's why there's so much uh, predatory behavior in this culture of rock and roll, whether it's a punk scene or a dad rock and roll scene or metal or all sorts of shit. Feel like it's just men. Yeah. Oh. And as a man, as a card carrying <laughs> alpha male, all right, brother. Nah, niggas got problems. And also, in examining our own behavior, have to take a step back and be like, men really ain't shit sometimes. Yeah. Like maybe when I was nineteen or twenty, I didn't realize what was, what going, was going on. on. Just like. uh like I, I, you, we talked about this before. Listening to the queers, loving the queers, being like, ah, oh, this band rules. Same with Screech and Weasel. I love, like, all sorts of bands like this. The Dwarves too, but I didn't realize, I didn't put it in the lens of like, oh, Joe Queer is singing Ursula finally has tits, talking about a young girl going through puberty, getting pubes, buying tampons, and this man is well in his twenties talking about a teenage girl and like hey dudes did you and guys see like that this girl like 17 going no, on 18 young 13 maybe 14 because the way my brain worked like this is gonna sound crazy but like you're never really grown you just been on the planet only now at 30 have i actually been like all right i'm a fucking grown ass man you know what i mean yeah i think there's uh but my maturity point. level at 18 I turned 18 February 19, 2008. That was just a day on the calendar. Nothing had actually changed except legally I could buy cigarettes. Uh, yeah, I, I just was never around young, never had an attraction to people younger than me. And I would constantly see around me, like in the scene, I would see like older guys just like looking at all these young yeah. So I was like I never 18, understood 19. the appeal. I never understood the appeal of dating a young woman like that. And even now at this age, I can notice the physical differences between an eighteen year old girl and a thirty year old woman. However, that's just aesthetically. Highly unlikely that there's anything going through that 18 year old brain that I'm going to be able to converse with. Yeah, because I mean, my circumstances are different. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's a maturity thing. It's a maturity thing. They're like kids. They think like kids. They think about just last year they had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. 
the fuck we going to talk about? Yeah. I got child support, as which is a very well-known thing. I got rent, cable. Or even the idea of like... My cre- like, I'm concerned with my credit score. How would you? 18. How would you want to be with anyone who can't go with you anywhere? Like, you have to consider where you're going to go because the person you're with isn't allowed there. I got a group, I got a set of friends. Uh, they've been together since the dude was in high school. And the woman was like, you being in high school is fine. I'm not that much older than you. That's cool. You going to have to go ahead and graduate early, though, because this ain't going to work. And the motherfucker doubled up on glasses and got the fuck out of high school. Damn. No. Which is acceptable. And they're still together. And that happens occasionally. Like, I've known a couple people who were noticeably older than the people they were dating, but they are still together all these years later. There's a double standard, so to speak. And I guess the double standard comes in the fact that, like, you know, societally speaking, men will men traditionally will use their age and wisdom to manipulate a woman yeah who's younger and that tends to be the issue but the other way around she wasn't she was just like so we like each other this is great you need to get you need to do more because this ain't gonna work i think it's just been a socially acceptable thing for the woman if it was a woman who's older than a the man or the kid or whatever like when a teacher sleeps with a student yeah societally just like uh, in pop culture it's like oh good for him yep go good for that young lad boy i swear where were these teachers when i was then yeah i was there studying and no one fucking wanted to do me i got all these good grades and the only person to tell me good job was my mom and i don't want to do my mom she's my mom i, was I definitely doing it. had a teacher who was trying to fuck i i honestly not not the teacher i'm cool with this is another teacher no yeah, yeah. i was in retrospect i should have did it i don't mm, know oh i mean tra- just like trashy thick dundalk white lady just like oh we'd have had a little mulatto child i know i ain't supposed to say it but i got one so i guess i can we'd have had a little mixed kid it'd have been great you know what's weird is that Scandal. that just reminded me of being in middle school and uh i think it was in the seventh grade and i made some joke and then one of my teachers, this lady who was always very like touchy with the students, mm-hmm. like touched the shoulders, and I said, "Suck my lollipop," which was like "suck my dick," but G-rated, yeah. seventh grade shit. And she laughed a little too hard. <laughs> you know that, uh-huh. like when you make a dumb, like you're a kid making a dumb joke like that, and all the students are laughing, but also the teacher is laughing. And that's the teacher who's like way more physical than most of the other teachers. I don't know. There, there, that definitely exists. There's always like a power dynamic. And getting off, well, not really off topic, but that predatory behavior is just like kind of ingrained through, again, like society, the society we live in. There's a lot of shady organizations who really... uh profit off of that not profit yeah profit benefit yeah like uh was it the warp tour a lot of bands and hard times had like a really great article about uh having the fucking 
barrier moved like a hundred feet away from the stage <laughs> to yeah. comply with sex offender laws. And it's like, yeah, that there's a lot of bands that were booked on the warp tour going around the country to all ages venues or shows, all sorts of young kids around just being preyed upon by whether it's people in bands, whether it's military recruiters, it's all sorts of people who see that there's young impressionable youth and they and like are a just congregation of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, but that's just like been around within just all sorts of cultures. Like now I can't say that warp tour itself, uh, was started with the intention. No, of, I don't believe it did. Like that, you know no. what I mean. I wholeheartedly believe Warp Tour began so that you could have a tour. Of yeah, people, but it grew into shit. something. But what I will say, my first Warp Tour, I didn't go to Warp Tour till I was like eighteen, nineteen. And you know, we pregame, drink my forties, whatever. The amount of young children I saw passed out from heat exhaustion and dehydration and everything. Before gates open, I was like, oh, this is the culture. Because, like, you can't police. If you have too many children showing up drunk and you report it, right? If anyone is worth their weight in salt, they're going to be like, we should shut this event down. Yeah. It's not safe. Like, it's not safe. There's a lot. And I just, I and it's weird. I distinctly remember about four or five young white women absolutely Fucked up as gates got open. So like I'm a 200, I'm like 215 at this point. I didn't put two, put away 240, some twisted tees. I'm drunk, but I ain't like I can't stand up, I can't talk drunk. Yeah. At nine in the morning. And a lot of those warp tours are like uh, outdoors, hot on like parking lot, like pavement. Or like so pavement. like hot concrete rising up. Just I just remember so many heat. young kids obliterated before 10 a.m. And I'm like, something about this can't be right, dog. Because, like, I didn't... I've always had a good poker face when it comes to drinking because, like, as we all know, I've been drinking for a long time. But even I was, like, drunk. Yeah. And there was a lot of people just, like, visibly drunk. And we were all at Warp Tour. So it's not like everybody was of age. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it... Like, the culture of Warp Tour is sort of kind of like get fucked up. Yeah. And then, and then you your add, favorite band members are just walking around everywhere. First time I got, what, uh, what's that fucking band? Not the Agro Lights. They wrote Baby, I'm an Anarchist. Um, oh, Against Me. Against Me. I got to like, the fact that I could have just like went and chopped it up with Against Me at that time. Yeah. That's literally how close you can be to these bands that you're low-key you worshiping. That yeah, you yeah, love. Because yeah. like you're a teenager. And then combine alcohol with that. Yep. And tour is still tour. Yeah, and especially like the I, I would watch Warped Tour documentaries and the bands would be like, we pull up and they tell us the day of, hey, you're on in 30 minutes or hey, you're on. So they're just, all these bands are just stressed out, hot, barely making any money. And so I can't help but imagine that there were plenty of these guys praying like, well, it's a shit show for us. So this young whatever high school kid is talking to me. And you know, it's, it's funny. You wouldn't think, and that's how I used to get around in bars. You wouldn't think I was underage because I was also in in this drinking establishment drinking with you as well. Yeah. So one can only assume that I'm of age. 
which I'm sure has happened. I'm sure. But I'm also sure that a girl's like, I'm only 16. And then some fucking scumbag is like, sick. Yeah, yeah. And that's... That's the problem. That is the problem. That's like, one is her withholding information, and the other is a bunch of swoosh-haired, eyeliner, skinny jean-wearing motherfuckers Who get all children. the information and are, like, locked on. Yeah, and people still... Like, was that Chris D'Elia, fucking that huge comedian who was... Uh, DM and girls, they'd be like, hey, I'm only 17 years old. And he'd be like, haha, you're young. So, anyways, you want to come hang out? And I love Chris D'Elia because that yeah. dude's hilarious. <laughs> no, seriously, he's a funny motherfucker. <laughs> but, like, dog, you touch kids. Yeah, he, yeah he's a. Uh, there, there's a video of him finding out that you can save Snapchat stories and you just see his face go white. Because there's like, yeah, and this teacher and this kid. You know, he posted on Snapchat and the parents saw it. And then he's like, wait, what? Aren't the things supposed to disappear? Like, no, you can like screenshot stuff. And he just got quiet and just like his eyes went real big. It's like, oh, okay. And not long after that, popped. Out of here. Yep. Out of here. And that's what like. uh, One thing me and my dudes in the band all say, we've been guilty of many a crap. Yeah. Ain't nobody ever fucking raped nobody. Well, wholeheartedly. Good we to can, hear. We can put that out there. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't commit it. Many a crap. Them sexual ones. Yeah, 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 cut it out. Like, come yeah. on. End it. Full of crime. End None it. of them sexual. Full of crime. None of them sexual. End it. Oh, who the fuck stole my dad's Jaguar? Me, nigga. It was funny. <laughs> who touched my sister when she was asleep? Not us. We were out joyriding in your dad's Jaguar. Yeah, you we stole me? the car. We stole the car. I didn't steal her innocence. We were nowhere near that. We, we, you got the record on the car. You got footage of us stealing your car on a whole different part of town. I'm definitely on my Instagram story stealing your dad's yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, shitting your dad's Mercedes. Fuck your dad, bro. <laughs> we left your sister in her room. Yeah. That's weird. All right, we're going to take a musical break. This week, we wanted to give a special shout out to punk legend, music legend Sid McRae, original singer of the Bad Brains, the man who introduced Daryl Jennifer to punk rock. Uh, and without him, we wouldn't have the Bad Brains we know and love. And without that Bad Brains, we wouldn't have podcasts like this. Want to play a clip from. A set where Sid McCrane sang The Regulator with the Bad Brains in 2017. Check it out. Rest in peace, Sid. Bless up. Up next. Look, we got something really special right now. Up here is Sid McCrane. This is the original singer of the Bad Brains. He's going to sing a song for you guys. He hasn't sang since 1978. This is his story. Check it out. Yo!
like to be played on this show, feel free to shoot us an email at uptheblunks at gmail.com. That's U-P-T-H-E-B-L-U-N-X at gmail.com. And if you just have some shit you want to say, feel free to shoot us an email as well. All right, here's the rest of the goddamn show. God damn it! Yo, side note, you hear my motherfuckers trying to cancel Genghis Khan? You can't. He's dead. Oh, uh, you'd be surprised because during quarantine, someone legit, like the, in the same energy that someone tried to put a hex on the moon, yeah, a group of people were like, "Yo, fuck Genghis Khan." Okay, cool. Say fuck <laughs> Genghis Khan. He he's done. The damage is done. Are you sure? What else is he gonna do? Uh, hop in that DeLorean, go back there, and tell him what for. <laughs> Man, and that's. That is some wild shit because people like to talk about how Vikings were savage and like white people love Viking folklore. But Genghis Khan was like, wow. Genghis Khan made, he filed a W2 for the amount of (laughs) raping and pillaging he did. He was a monster. What's the the statistic that even to this day, almost everybody related to Genghis Khan on the There is like a double digit percentage of people who are related Directly related to Genghis Khan. Like directly related. Yeah. And I'm talking millions of people who have a relation to one person. can't do nothing but rape and pillage. His whole people did. And they were good at war. They were just good at conquering. They didn't give a fuck about nothing. They they didn't. They did not. Those are the type of dudes that shake your hand and literally grab you by the wrist and pull you on their knife. They probably wouldn't even shake your hand. They'd probably just walk up to you and murder. Stab. Yeah. You watched Mulan before? Nah. So there's the the main bad guy in Mulan is just this big ass dude with like a falcon on his arm. And I think he or his people are like supposed to represent Genghis Khan or part of Genghis Khan's army. And there's like 10 of them. But those 10 guys will battle like thousands. They don't give a fuck. They are just expert killers. It's wild. And so to cancel someone like that, I'm like, I get why. I get uh, the sentiment, but it's It's over. The damage is done, It's done. Yeah, he's over. He's already dead. You can try to be like, Genghis Khan was a bad person. No one's going to disagree with you. He murdered. Genghis Khan is a good person. Yeah. is a very impressively horrible person. You want to talk about bad people? I'd say he's the most. uh, How goes Genghis Khan, Stalin, Hitler? If I could be honest, I I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. As far as no, I don't know. There's a. I think King Leopold from Belgium is on that list. Yeah, didn't Leopold fuck up the Congo? Yeah, wasn't that his thing? Yeah, he's a Congo guy. Weird. Yeah, he's a Congo guy. Yeah, he's a Mister Cut Your Hand Off. Um, fucking predatory culture. But I feel like. It occurs so often in human nature because remember we tend to forget because we have such higher opinions of ourselves. Humans are still parts of nature, yeah. so like part of this is actually just natural. I'm not gonna argue that. Uh, I definitely believe in chaos, where there's always there's never gonna be a utopia. There's never gonna be all good because wherever there is good, there will be some evil. And if it's all super good, then you better believe there's some hella evil shit out there. And it's always going to be around. It's always going to be like that. But I genuinely believe at least the punk community, as far as my upbringing, at least holds itself to a much higher standard than most other cultures or communities. 
because if anything that has happened in the if there was a crystal in your punk scene they're out of the punk scene like they gotta if, go. if you found out that someone who's at the auto bar during a show is like oh that guy is the one who keeps talking to like high school girls they gotta go yeah and that's why and there's like some stuff that's happened in like the comedy scene uh that i've been around where i was like and this person is still here and like everyone's still booking them and like i heard being a female comic is tough because like you're out here just trying to spit your jokes like everybody else like everyone else just want to go to the do her time yeah one do their five minutes want to go home uh maybe chat to connect and try to get more shows just just being a person on the street yep and and being a woman that's just yeah and in that comedy world there's a lot of people like joey diaz bragged about fucking getting some girl to blow him just so he would give her stage time and uh, like that's for i hear shit like that and i'm like i don't want nothing to do with this i don't want to be involved in none of this culture because fuck that it would that would never happen in the punk scene where i grew up as far as i know i mean none of the bands none of the houses shows i'm playing none of the circles i run with would ever do anything like that because you know i I dabble in a book in a show some girls like i'll sleep with you if you let my band play and i'm like i don't know just have good music like we don't have to it's you gonna trade sex to be in a punk show that's crazy but But i'm sure it's occurred that gatekeeper shit where it's like the one person who's allowing things to happen like I don't know. I don't fuck with any of that. The only thing I gatekeep is violence. Yeah. I get to deter, determine what violence will and will not occur at this show. <laughs> if if both people involved can't fight, y'all are not allowed to have a fight at the show. That's rule one. Because I don't want to see no weak ass fight. Two, if my friends are fighting, they can fight. Those are the rules. All right, two rules. Two rules. Real easy. If you can't fight, you don't get to fight. And if you can fight, you better be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not, yeah, we're friends after this fight. I have been cool with a guy because he slapped somebody else up. Contrary to popular belief, me and my friends are bullies, but not to the point where we're not going to let someone come to the show. You may be a cornball, but as long as you ain't done nothing, you paid your money like everybody else. Just because yeah. I don't like you don't mean you can't come to the gig. That's fair. But there was this dude, I ain't gonna call his name because no free clout. He did some cornball shit at the show and this other motherfucker slapped the shit out of him. And when I found out about it, I was like, thank you so much. Because like, if you ain't done nothing to me, you just corny and then we beat you up, that's actually bullying. Yeah. But then the motherfucker violated. So thank God someone else took our trash out. So shout out to that young man. He knows who he is. God. I love seeing a cornball motherfucker get beat up. <laughs> you can't gatekeep like that. We gatekeep like potential racists and stuff like that. Yeah. We gotta love justice. Street justice. Yeah. The fuck else are we talking about? What's uh, next on the list of rapey oh, bastards? Yeah. Burger Records, right? Yes. They got in a lot of heat recently because uh, there was an Instagram page made by a woman who was um, a victim of predatory shit going on within that whole camp so that label went under in july of 2020 following sexual assault allegations uh levied at many of their artists and staff members so they had again that's where i mean like predatory culture most of it was being in their 20s and dating like high school girls and 
you know, doing shady stuff at the record shop and all things that are inexcusable, but I also believe is a part of just what people just uh, thought was acceptable for decades and decades. Remember being a punk, a big part of being a punk was that whole, I don't want to grow up ethos. Yeah. So like some of us were taking it just like, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to lose this feeling. You know what I mean? I just want to be a young punker. Yes. I just want to have fun. I want to go to shows. I just want to drink 40s every day, smoke weed. Yeah. Uh, watch TV, just hang out, never be real, have no real responsibilities. Blah, I don't blah, need blah. a 401k. I'm not I, looking at 401k. I don't need 401Ks. health insurance. I don't need nine to five. Like, cool. And then some of these weird bastards will legit like Peter Pan, like, I don't yeah. want to grow up. I am 50 and I'm still being like, hey, look at that hot broad over there. And like, dog, I am 20 and... Who says broad? Anyway, <laughs> what are you Remember, saying? Um, uh, what I forget what fucking show it was, but Steve Buscemi was being an undercover officer. Oh you yeah, seen the like, hello fellow children. And he, yeah, he's mall grabbing the skateboard. The skateboard. And he's yeah. like, hello fellow children. Like, and that's I saw a lot of those guys growing up in like my local scene, and it's just and growing. I didn't know any better because I was. That's what I was around. That's what I knew. Is that oh okay. It always seemed weird to me that these old guys yeah. were always uh, scouting all these young little girls. See, I never noticed and, it around here. The divide around here was you had, at the time I came into the scene, you had art space and then you had the sidebar punk scene, right? Okay. So certain bands played at the art space and certain bands played at the sidebar. But the sidebar hardcore scene was like the older, skinhead, violent part yeah the grimy side the grimy side and then the the arts art art space scene was more the not as grimy side you know what I mean? yeah young artsy so college I, so i can't say i ever noticed old dudes looking at younger women because none of the old dudes were coming to the shows where the young girls were yeah okay that wasn't their style with me like why the fuck would he do that when he can just go to the bar where he was gonna go anyway you know what I mean? Yeah. And every once in a while, it'd be a mixed bill show. And I put air quotes around mixed bill where the old heads would be at the younger kids territory, so to speak. But like they were busy drinking, being debaucherous. Hmm. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. say I ever really saw old dudes trying to get at young women, but I'm sure it was happening. Yeah. I mean, I've firsthand witnessed that when I was like 19, 20 or maybe even younger and just seeing like, the younger 15 year old girls with their mohawks on their patches all done up you know just getting into the whole punk yeah. thing and like oh we got local bands i want to go say oi and do my little circle pit and then you had old guys in the back just like talking amongst themselves and then like getting their attention in between bands and whenever young girls come up to me and be like i like your band i be like thank you I intentionally, there's not much for us to chop about, shorty. You like my band and that's cool. Yeah, just keep it civil. But you know what I really like to do is be mean. So like, I just like to make fun of them. Whatever, keep them away. I just be mean to them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, but that's the way it should be. Yeah, Don't stay get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And remember, I also had a kid. So now like, like get away from me. Exactly. Like you're someone's child. So that was, and that was the thing with Burger is that they had all these bands, uh, and 
the was label the face. It was a lot of uh, let's see, what were some of the band like bands like Swimmers, Black Lips, The Growlers, The Butter Tones, Part Time. I feel like they're all garage rock bands yeah. with like fucking uh, trust funds. It was mostly trust fund bands. That's what I believe, because like what the guy from Swimmers who was accused is like Billy Joe Armstrong's kid. Oh. And I think he, I don't think he like sexually assaulted anybody, but I think he was like predatory during Come like on, young my girl. Dad's in Green Day. Yeah, and you like I know you're Dookie? young, but like let's go, let's just be like. Come to my house and like I'll show you my dad's record collection. Weird shit like that. Probably. Kind of like oh my band's in town so. Come on the bus and like give me a doesn't quick. work in hardcore. No girl gives a fuck that your stupid idiot beat 'em up boy band is in town. Uh, <laughs> but in conclusion, yes, fucking uh, that shit's been normalized forever. Yeah, From, and we need to like denormalize that shit. Yeah, I got listen to it was a it's old Poison Idea song that I listened to that just to get away. Okay, uh, was a guy fucking Jerry A said I quit my job, told my boss to stand aside. Grabbed a gun, fit the booze, jumped in my ride. I got my girl. She's 16 and she's really special. I can't slow down. I got a date with the devil. I'm like, this song is good, but I don't like that part of it. A 16 year old girl. Why? Why, gotta, had, why gotta, Why couldn't you just have your girl? Yeah, 16. Come on, Jerry. I don't know. Uh, and then again, the queers. The queers. Ursula finally. We give the hits. queers a hard way around here, and we both like the queers, but we Grew didn't write up with the fucking that band, songs. Did you not did. write it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And also, they're like Blue Lives Matter guys. Yeah. Yeah. So like, fuck them. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Don't. No twist. Yeah. No uh, sugarcoat on that shit. Fuck. When I first saw her, gee, I like that girl. Even before her first pubic, pubic hair would curl. So hear me out. If you're That's able to acknowledge growth, you're able to acknowledge pubic hair growth, which means we are all in agreement that you're of age. And the following line was the uh, was it? Then old Hubie said, "Hey, dude, check this out, man. That thirteen-year-old punk rocker is just starting to sprout." And we all love her. Uh, Ursula uh, See I started singing that song at 15 Yeah I was also a teenager So I was like this is I mean shit at 15 I wasn't trying to talk to no 13 year old girl But like if I met one at like the mall or something It would have been okay It was definitely Even though me at 15 was like drinking in Fells Point And like doing dumb shit So like no And when I was into this I was like again a teenager thinking about like oh yeah it's just some fucking bad boy shit all those bands would talk about like fucking and sex I for some reason thought it was cool mm-hmm. it's like oh man I'm gonna fuck this girl uh, Screech and Weasel had a song called like I wanna fuck yeah. I love that band the Nobodies and they just like talked about tits and shit like that I mean Circle Jerks I just want some skank yeah all which is a ripper there's <laughs> And right back to the culture of it just being like dudes talking about fucking. Because you know what it is? Like, regardless of the fact that motherfuckers were punks and whatnot, they were still raised by that whole jock varsity jacket, high school sweetheart, get married at 18 culture. Yeah. So, like, women, one, big up to these young women for being gay and calling us out. 
That's one of my biggest contentions with my old lady. She calls me out on my shit, and I'm like, hey, bitch, I thought I was doing something right. And whole time, I've been going at it completely wrong because my dad was born in 49. I had to tell my father he can't tell women to smile anymore. Yeah. And he legit was like, what do you mean? Smiles are free. And I'm like, it's not your choice whether she it's her face. Yeah, you got to smile. She don't got to smile, Slim. Yeah. But like these dudes were raised by that. So regardless of how counterculture they were, they were all fuck disco, fuck cocaine. I'm straight edge, blah, blah, blah. You still had that like woman, women being a second class citizen shit. Yeah. In your subconscious. And it comes out in your actions and your lyrics. Totally true. And that's which is why a lot of these think about not to cut you off, but think about how many of these like who was it? Michael Graves? Uh-huh. Declared himself a proud boy yeah. and like a Trump supporter. Yeah. Not surprising. He's a white. I don't, is he from Jersey as well? I think he is. Yeah. Some white boy from Jersey. Not a surprise, dog. Yeah. They're still was, like, we give them this credence because of the music they created, but they're still a product. Like, there's going to be a time where you and I are the dinosaurs. That's just evolution. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because I like to think we're hip. And you know, know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're progressive. You more so than myself, because I'm a caveman on purpose. But like, <laughs> there will come a time where our politics are actually the politics of the past. Hundred, yeah, I agree with that. I already see it coming. Like, there's a billion things that uh, I'm not. I'm still trying to learn. Yeah. Like when I moved out from Hawaii to DC, I had to kind of relearn a lot of shit. Like, I I can't say certain things. Yeah. I gotta learn my pronouns i have to that they them should be wearing cats out and i'm like it's real simple yeah your 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 refusal to agree with it is just it's more trouble than it needs to be yeah like you're just setting yourself up for i like to just call people they thems if i'm not aware if i don't know you just a them yeah until you tell me they is it's easy it's so much easier yeah that motherfucker see how easy that was yep you know what I really like to do? Just call everybody nigga. And then all the white kids be like, oh, I don't know. I'm that's right with that. Like, that's progress. Yeah. Cause this nigga over here was talking to that nigga in the skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who I'm talking about because I'm pointing at him. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to handle it. It is uh, <laughs> niggas just a they them. Nigga really is just they them. It's <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> It's real simple, but they yeah. don't, they obviously they can't talk back. So they just like, oh, I'm like, see, I'm taking this whole gender shit, this whole gender theory shit. I just flipped it on his head. Niggas been gender neutral my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I thought niggas was men and nah, bitches nah, was ladies. Nah, that's, that's misogynist. That's, fair. <laughs> that's what your mouth. I'm talking about that nigga over there with the titties. Yeah. And then that nigga over there in the Tim boots. <laughs> and then that nigga over there with the Tim boots and the titties. That nigga with the Tim boots and the titties. You better watch him. I watch him beat the shit out of that nigga in the skirt the other day. <laughs> Is that allowed? Yeah, that's fine. Speaking of, did you see the video slash hear about the motherfuckers? It was a couple YouTube influencers minding their street, minding their business, walking up the street somewhere in Hollywood. And they got like knocked out and assaulted because these dudes the saw three trans women. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. And then got upset that they 
identified the trans women as women, came upon them, found out they were trans, and now because of your insecurities, you knock a motherfucker out. Yeah. We really need to cut that shit out. Like this whole COVID thing, all this shit going on, dog. Mind your fuck. Let them be. Let people be. I don't care if they're trans. I don't care if a motherfucker got his dick out and bleeding out of his eyeball. That is on him. Leave people alone because people aren't getting, things aren't getting better. They're getting worse. So what may just be a finger point or a snide remark or glance could literally end up in you getting stabbed to death. Do you want that? There's, yeah, we talked about this before, the trouble of intervening to help people. Yeah. Um, a situation like that though, where those women were getting fucking, and there's a group of people like laughing and jeering and exactly, shit. and that's where it's like you should uh, yeah, yeah, help them. They're I can't being... go for it. Yeah, I've never been as much bullying as I do. I can't go for someone just being picked on for no fucking reason. Same, same. It just don't sit right with me. It it hurts. It, it hurts does. to just sit there and w- allow it to happen. Don't just pick on someone because you thought. They were a biologically born woman and come to find out they were a trans woman and now you feel some type of way. As if they they owe you that with their existence. People just gotta work on their insecurities. People need to get fucking stabbed is what it is. Like Hey, if that's gonna help someone be less insecure about Like for real, if we taught women and not if we taught as women are evolving and are being taught their worth from jump street, I can see rapes going down. Cause like so. you start teaching these women like how to use a knife and that like don't nobody you don't owe nobody shit at all ever ever yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Up the Blunks. Please be sure to like and subscribe this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, and don't forget to tell your friends and loved ones. Take care of each other, and we'll see you next time.